No radio, no computer, no. no worries. Your mobile device becomes a radio when you download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go. New Year's resolutions. We all make statements proclaiming things we'd like to improve in the new year. Hi, this is Tessa Haller with First Bank Hampton. If you made a resolution to raise your credit score, we can help. We offer CreditSense, a free credit monitoring feature with online and mobile banking. You can view your credit score, check your credit report, and read tips on how to improve your credit. There's even an option to monitor any changes made to your credit report. The first resolution is to know where you stand, and with CreditSense, you'll be off to a great start. First Bank Hampton is a member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues that affect our area. And now, here's today's First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is Caitlin Meyer, an ER nurse with Hanson Family Hospital in Iowa Falls. And what we're going to talk about today, obviously last week, there's big news in the professional football ranks as the Buffalo Bills had a player go down in their football game last week. When that player went down and went into cardiac arrest, what was a finally diagnosed as, and what we're going to talk about today, reason that kid is doing pretty well after that scare last week was the sudden response of medics and also the CPR that was administered to the kid. And right now we are talking with Caitlin. First of all, Caitlin, thanks a lot for talking with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, Caitlin, kind of looking back on that, obviously that was a scary situation, but a lot has been made that the immediate reaction by medics who performed the CPR on Mr. DeMar Hamlin may have saved his life. So maybe explain what medics do as they prepare to give someone CPR. In that case, with the football padding, Last week with the Buffalo Bills player had to be removed, the face mask, what have you. But does all the clothing need to be removed when you start CPR? Is there a certain position the person in cardiac arrest also needs to be in in order to perform that CPR? Yeah, all really good questions. And yeah, these situations are absolutely terrifying. But the biggest preparation that medics and staff do is training, practice, and establishing those rules beforehand. So when we hear something like this happens or we get the call or witness it ourselves, immediately we're thinking seeing safety and then really keeping it simple. ABCs, airway, breathing, circulation. Is this person responsive? Are they breathing? Is there a pulse? No, begin chest compressions. The longer there's a pause in beginning those compressions after the heart stops, the more likely there will be brain damage. So yes, the football paddings had to be removed. Bearing the chest is ideal, but it's not a requirement to begin CPR. However, hard things like football padding, protected vests, or really thick things like winter clothing should be removed before beginning those compressions. The chest should be exposed to apply any defib pads or in public through the AED pads. The patient does need to be face up on a firm, flat surface to maximize the effectiveness of those chest compressions. So my next question, obviously, when 
class regarding CPR takes place. I mean, that can take quite a while. So without kind of giving us the long version, you know, a long presentation, what exactly happens during CPR? What are medics looking for the heart to do and what vitals do they look at as soon as it begins? Because obviously they said this kid had no pulse for an extended time. And like you said, the longer that goes, a lack of oxygen to the brain, that can lead to some serious trouble. So kind of explain what vitals are medics looking for as soon as those chest compressions start. Sure, sure. So always for everything, we first assess. So what happens during CPR? We do a quick check for a pulse and breathing, kind of all at the same time. If there's neither, compressions are immediately started. This is done by placing your hands on top of each other and pressing down hard and fast. Think staying alive or baby shark in the middle of the person's chest 30 times, and then two breaths are given. The combination of 30 compressions to two breaths is considered one round of CPR. So five rounds or two minutes of CPR continues, and then a quick pulse slash breathing check is done. If there's still no pulse, no breathing, we begin compressions again. Our defibrillator pads, or like I said, the AED pads um, you see in public are similar, are placed on the chest, and then between rounds of CPR, or when prompted by the AED, a rhythm check is done. The machine is looking for a heart rhythm that can be shocked to reestablish an effective rhythm. Not all rhythms can or should be shocked. So just kind of put that as a, as a side note. It doesn't automatically happen. Ultimately, CPR is continuing blood flow to the brain like we talked about. We are being the pump or the heartbeat for the heart by doing these compressions. So right away, we're looking for that oxygenation, those saturations as soon as possible. And then we check for that pulse every two minutes after compressions begin. It can get a lot more complicated, but we won't go into that. But those are the two biggest things we're looking for during CPR. Again, we are talking with Caitlin Kramer, an ER nurse with Hanson Family Hospital in Iowa Falls, talking about the importance of CPR and what happens during the process of CPR. This is kind of revolving around the big story and the pro football with the Buffalo Bills player going into cardiac arrest last week uh, when he went down with the Buffalo Bills again. It was stated that Mr. Hamlin then Kalen was without a pulse for a short period of time. How long can it take in a successful case of CPR to start getting a pulse back? Because you're alluding to every so often you check for that pulse and the breath. So how long can it take in a successful case, I guess, of CPR to get that pulse going, maybe back to normal anyway? Sure. So in the perfect world, the heart will begin beating on its own after a round or two of high-quality CPR or after a shock is advised and given. Obviously, every single person is different. The quality of CPR makes a difference, but every single case varies. It's never really the same across the board. There isn't since that I do it once and it, and it works, so kind of just varies. So the next question I have, obviously very important as well, CPR training alone is important. I myself, I'm not certified. I know my sister is. What kind of places do you know of here around north and central Iowa? Can people get CPR certified? How long is that process as well? And how old do you have to be to go to those classes here, Caitlin, if you have that information too? Sure. So many employers, the local hospitals and colleges offer trainings. There was a pause due to the pandemic for in-person trainings in a lot of the hospitals and colleges. 
Hanson family will begin in-person classes again this year. You can find that information on their website. I did a quick search of other places. The colleges have the same types of classes, so you can just contact those wherever you're at, whichever's closest to you. Like I said, I anticipate others to start doing in-person classes if they aren't already. If in-person just really isn't your thing or you can't find the time, the Red Cross online also offers classes that you can enroll in to learn those basic skills. Again, we are talking with Caitlin Kramer, an ER nurse with Hanson Family Hospital in Iowa Falls, talking about the importance of CPR, CPR training, and obviously how CPR played a big role in DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills player that went into cardiac arrest. Such a horrible scene seen last week during the football game they had against the Cincinnati Bengals. Wanted to localize it, just kind of bring an idea of how important CPR is. And Caitlin, before we let you go today, obviously we got a lot covered in terms of what CPR is, you know, what happens during CPR. I know you have probably a lot of experience with that and of course CPR classes at Hanson Family Hospital does offer here like you said in person starting back up anything else you'd like to add about the importance of CPR and anything else medics may do in a case where CPR is needed sure sure so kind of going back to your last question to the American Heart Association does not mandate a minimum age requirement for learning CPR it's really the ability to perform the skills so you know are we big enough and strong enough to be able to do those skills. That initial class is around six to eight hours and then recertification, so just a couple hours long. And the biggest takeaway for all of this is literally anyone can learn CPR. Doesn't have to be medical professionals. Even the most advanced courses that we take in life saving always start with a review in CPR every single time. Without those basics, all of our fancy machines and medications mean nothing. I also want to note that if you don't know CPR, you witness somebody collapse, immediately call 911, and those amazing dispatchers will walk you through step-by-step, even do the counting with you until those medics arrive. And remember, if you don't feel comfortable or don't have a barrier to give those breaths, that's okay. Chest compressions alone are okay until those medics arrive. It really could be that one thing that saves a person's life, and that's, that's just invaluable. Again, we have been talking with Caitlin Kramer, ER nurse with Hanson Family Hospital in Iowa Falls, talking about the importance of CPR and what happens during CPR go-through as well as they happen with the Buffalo Bills player, DeMar Hamlin, that happened last week during their football game, kid going into cardiac arrest, and they're saying that the medics, big role in getting CPR ministered to him immediately was big in his survival. So, Caitlin, we appreciate the time. We appreciate you talking to us about this, and maybe we'll talk down the road as well. Sounds good. I appreciate your time and letting me do this. Thank you. All right, that is Caitlin Kramer here in our first Bankhampton Newsmaker program. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com and click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. 
With chilly weather of January, spring planting feels like it's a long way out. Hi, this is Eric Reichertz with First Bank Hampton. January is the ideal time to finalize financing for this year's crop, and you can count on us. First Bank Hampton is a full-service agricultural bank offering operating lines of credit as well as loans for equipment, buildings, and farmland. Whether you're a large or small operation, we'd like to be your bank by providing you with competitive rates, great service, and terms you'll truly appreciate. At First Bank Hampton, we're proud to serve local farmers. Member, FDIC, an equal housing lender.